Hello, faithful listener, and welcome to Edquiring Minds with me, Stephen Edwards, which is a name that I now realize is not as good as I thought it was, but I've already bought the URL. Welcome to my new show, my new podcast. Should probably start with telling you a little bit about myself. Uh, I am a journalist. I am passionate about the truth. It's why I navigated my way through the best universities and graduated with the highest honors and went on to work for one of the best and most reputable companies in the world until my very public dismissal amidst the sea of controversies. And I don't think I can go any further without addressing it. So I use the word a foul four-letter word on live broadcast radio. I was interviewing a woman. We got into a lively debate. I said the word and I regret it. I have since, in the months past, talked with many women's groups and sought guidance and forgiveness. And although it didn't save my job, I feel that I have grown from the experience. I am filled with regret. I am filled with a higher understanding of a woman's struggle in life and how that word cuts into a woman. I apologize for my actions and I want to move forward. However, I do maintain she was being a cunt at the time. Anyway, on to this week's episode. I sat down with extreme survivalist Mr. Lee Camp, who I'm sure you've recognized both from his popular television shows and books and his many entrepreneurial uh, escapades. But uh, he's been in the news recently because he suffered a very terrible injury. And uh, there's really no other way to put it. He lost his penis. He is now without penis. And obviously I wanted to talk about that. He seemed a little bit cagey at first. But using my very, very experienced and well-rounded skills as an interviewer, I broached the subject and got him to open up and got the exclusive that many of the papers, including my former employer, were not able to get. So, uh, oh, before we start, I would like to bring you some words from our sponsors because uh, podcasting isn't free. Jefferson and Duggins would like me to tell you about their new blank VHS tapes. Obsolete, you're obsolete. And now, please enjoy my conversation with Mr. Lee Camp. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's uh, it's it's like a play on words. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, there's better plays. But like, uh, I, everything's paid for now. So. Um, but there you are. Yeah. There you are. You ready to go? I am ready, my Cockney Squire. Welcome everyone to Edquiring Minds. I am Stephen Edwards, and I'm here today with Lee Camp. G'day. Uh, Lee, it's a pleasure to have you here. It is a pleasure to be here. You are everywhere at the minute you are you are a hot property well i get around i am an explorer after all you are known as a a, a rugged survivalist uh, many shows many books on how to survive outside the the things that we as man have come to rely on um how would you how would you describe yourself well, uh, I think you summed it up pretty expertly there. I'm an outdoorsman by trade, a explorer by nature, mm-hmm. and a all-round top bloke. So I'm told. Yeah. So I'm told. And you've uh, you've you've travelled the globe. I've done it all. Oh, I'm explorer by trade. I've been everywhere. All the funny named countries: Cucamonga, Casadelia, Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's funny name. Oh, you had to be there, I suppose. Yeah. 
But and I'm also a bit of a extreme sportist. Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping to talk about today. Tell me about some of the crazy things you've been through. Well, I'm a pioneer of the great sport of off-road blindfolded biking. Blindfolded biking? Yes, it's as for the man who likes a bit more adrenaline in his adrenaline sport. From the craters of ropeless bungee jumping. Isn't that just falling? If the lawsuits clear up, we'll be holding a tournament in the future to crown the greatest faller of all time. I look forward to, to seeing that. And of course, there is koala baiting. Koala baiting? Koala baiting, which is what you would imagine hunting and baiting koalas. Little uh, shits. Give you STDs, you know. Koala bears do. Oh, yeah. Rid- riddled. Oh, yeah. Riddled with them. Well, I suppose that sort of comes with the territory, wouldn't you say? Well, that's what makes me so well suited for my job of rugged explorer, you see. Injuries, I mean, I've had them all. Yeah, you know, injuries is what I wanted to talk about, really. Yeah. Tell me tell me about some of your injuries. Oh, where, where do I start? The, the head, the, the neck, uh, the lower body? Yeah, that one, the... that one, yeah. Well, uh, let, let, me think of a, let me think of a good story. Uh, I recall my time with the Pygmies. Things there did not end well when I tried to bring my brand of extreme sports to the pygmy population with pygmy ping pong tournaments, where the bats would be on fire and they'd be blindfolded. Yeah, and in a wooded area. In a wooded area. Yeah, it's not going to end well. No, some say regular pygmy ping pong was enough, but I protested that regular ping pong. And I was reading about this when I did research. You were cleared because they couldn't prove you started the forest fire. Well, that's the good thing about pygmies, you know, they're quiet bunch they yeah. are to keep the mouth shut you know mm. you know mm. and you've been do you like going to those sorts of places where there's really like the basic kind of civilization well these tribes you know they they have so little you really you feel like half a man when you're there ah, that's something I'd like to touch on later but continue continue well you know you, you live with these people you pick up their baggage the scars which gather they don't match the emotional scars really? say for my Somalian pirates adventure for example oh this isn't one I've actually heard about tell, tell me tell me more well I was sailing the seas as one explorer does when I was intercepted by Somalian pirates and mm. it's ta- a growing problem taken aboard and uh, and held prisoner there for quite some time mm. did you but you well obviously you, you got out alive because you're in front of me today oh yeah we got on famously after a bit yeah yeah. Uh, I even uh, kind of introduced them to a more organised way of thinking I introduced a HR department for example So to the Somali pirates to the Somali pirates yeah so now you know when they have grievances with management it's not lashes and just you know shoot them in the air and throw them overboard it's file the paperwork well like informal warning warning Final warning, dismissal. Exactly, yeah, yeah. From from being a Somali pirate. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something to be proud of. Now, now that we've got the humanitarian stuff out the way, you know, your charity work, I did want to talk about, you know, and I hope you're comfortable with this, but I wanted to talk about some things that you've been in the news for recently. Ah, oh, I know what this is about. You do? Well, that would, <laughs> that would make things a lot, lot less awkward. Well... As a grand explorer, things happen. You have little to no control over. You have to, you have to roll with these punches. Yeah, but this is something that that's life changing, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I I left a part of myself in Zimbabwe, part of myself that no man should be without. A part that may surprise you to learn is the biggest part of me. Well, I wouldn't. Part oh, that on. has impressed 
many lady from here to Saigon, might mm-hmm. I add, without being too bashful. Well, you might as well. I think anyone will, will excuse it, given the circumstances. My soul. You, your soul. When your you, soul is what you left. Yeah, well, is what you're talking about. Sorry, I was confused for a second. No, go on, go on, go well, on, go on. Well, when you have to strangle a whole head of zebras, strangle. You can't come through that without a, you know, a dampening of the glint in your eye. I would. Sorry, you strangled zebras. A whole head, yeah, yeah. They, Why? Well, they became bloodthirst. They they went crazy. It was for their own good. It was the humane thing to do. How many are we talking? Oh, at least fifty, and they've got thick necks. So I really, really had to lean in there and. Uh, I didn't have to make those school children watch, but I think at the end of the day, I think they've learned the most important lesson about conservationism. Which is what? Is that zebras are fucking hard to strangle. Oh. And, and you found that traumatic? Well, have you ever looked into the eyes of a zebra as you I choke the life out of him in front of his zebra babies? No, not recently. Do you know what it sounds like when a zebra is dying? I don't want to know. Ah! Uh... Right. Well, I mean, that that is horrific. I mean, that's no doubt like among the worst things I've ever heard. But sticking with the subject of trauma, I have to confess that wasn't what I was getting at. I was actually talking about another thing when I said you've been in the news for it recently. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cock story. This is yes, uh, it is. People just want to know about that. I, I, not about my great works. Not about the animals that I've saved or the ones I've killed for their own good. Mm, They want to know the cock story. Well, debatable, but I mean, you have to admit it's 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 got people curious. So would would you relate to me? Well, okay. Japanese fighting roosters. Oh, are a dangerous sort of rooster. Right. But it's a tradition. It's part of these people's heritage. I wasn't I was talking So I you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to put the Lee Camp spin on things. Fighting so when you say cock you're talking about the The Japanese fight. I think we're getting our wires crossed. I am and again, I'm sure that's another and for all entail of of, of animal uh, brutality. But not really I'm talking about like what you're in the papers for at the moment everyone seems to that's why I was so pleased that you chose to come on my show because you like I said you're a hot property right now everyone wants to get the story if you catch my drift you're of course referring to the the Brazil story if that's where it happened then well yeah yeah uh, I think so it's it's all going to be covered in my my next book in my series of autobiographies I'm, I'm sure you'll you'll remember my my books are among the best sellers my my first book that's so camp that was a bestseller for a, at least a half a year mm-hmm. this this story you're talking about now will be in the the camp adventures the camp adventures parentheses that's also pretty camp do you run those titles past anyone no no i am a one-man marketing you're machine one man. i put them out there and i say so there's no one to the, like the, flag up any sort of misunderstandings no there's just this the camp adventures camp comes as camp comes you know lee camp does what lee camp does he does it the camp way mm. Well, and it has a grand time being it. And listen, I understand that you want to save some stories. I, this would be a get for me, and I would consider it a personal favour. As emotionally traumatic as it is, I will throw you the proverbial bone and tell you the story of how I lost my pee pee. I would, I would really, 
appreciate that. Ladies loved my little pee-pee. I'm sure they did. Some fellas, too. Well, you know, I've heard that's a thing. It was a rainy day in the Brazilian rainforests. Mm. Mm-hmm. And pee-pee, he just, he just sort of wandered off into the thicket. Sorry? He, he was the best cameraman that anyone had ever known, oh, little pee-pee. So f- we had such we had such a bond. Me the and cameraman I, was called yeah, Pee Pee. Yeah, yeah, a few inches above a dwarf, he was mm. little Pee Pee. And you lo- when you so when you lost, well, Pee-Pee. he was quite hard to find in the thicket, being so small. Right, so you can't. Mm. See, I thought and you. I were... can't really go more into it than that because I'll cry. Oh, and, mm. you know, as campers, the camp can be. Okay, look, well, Ed, look, getting off that subject, then. I have to confess again that wasn't the story I was going for. Uh, it's it's awkward. I don't know how to sort of broach the topic. It's something you're in the papers for. It's a little embarrassing. Uh, Lee, I'm gonna. I'm sorry to be crass, but it's. I, you know, you've been sort of bouncing around the subject of the story about the. Uh, it's it's awkward. It's it's hard to broach it because of the content. It's it's something you're in the papers for now. It's a it's. Something, something embarrassing. Oh, the Schlong story. I think so. Well, the Schlong, they're like no other tribe that's oh, ever been. Fuck's... Okay, that time that was on purpose. Okay, I now you're doing this was on what purpose. What you were talking about? That was on minds. purpose. Okay, cock story, fine. Pee pee, maybe. Schlong, really? Okay, tell me the story of your penis, Lee. Tell me how you lost your penis in an accident. That's what this has all been about. That's what... What are you... Of course that, that's what, what... What about my charities? We've read the books. We want another fucking cock story. Tell me the story, Lee. I cannot believe that I have been dragged all the way down here to tell you Why would... about my story of a horrible thing it's that happened to me. It's the only reason I don't anyone wants talk to talk over to you. you. But I'm going to talk over you, sir, and say that you offend me and you are an assault to your whole profession. I apologise. And you cannot apologise enough. I'm, I'm not going to let you talk I'm over me. To, and this is a ridiculous maybe it wasn't occurrence. The best and I'm raising my voice here okay, to okay, your okay. own level. Okay. And I lost it in a DVD player. What? You're Right, we've been getting our wires crossed, so I'm going to be absolutely, brutally clear here. You lost your penis in a DVD player. Is that what you're saying right now? Listen. Oh, Jesus Christ. How does that As even... As an adrenaline junkie, Which I have an addiction problem. Those pygmies did not want to play ping pong with flaming bats. Those cocks did not want to fight in pools of hot liquids but I made them do it because that is what I need to do to feed my addiction you see what I'm saying yes so when you're stuck in a hotel room in a foreign land and it's raining outside and you've got no Wi-Fi you need to do things to kind of you know test yourself to find your limits I for example kind of wanted to see if I could get my dick in the little hole in the DVD tray when that comes out and then pull it out quick enough just to see if I could just to see if I could one day of my life when one tiny thing happens and that's all people want to talk about it's ridiculous hang on hang on stop so what you're telling me is when you press the button to open the DVD tray you inserted your penis into the hole yes you then pressed the close button mm-hmm. and attempted to remove your penis before the tray fully closed. 
And in doing so, you castrated yourself. Your penis came off or was so badly damaged that it had to be removed. I was so close to getting it out as well. How are you... St- I... So you've been all over the world. You've done some crazy things. You must be somewhat intelligent. Why would you do that? Even if you... What kind of rush did you get from it? Do you regret it? Well, regret is a strong word. Oh, my word, God. Man. Well, at least I'm not fucking hanging from my neck trying to, with a lemon in my mouth, you know what I mean? Doing the old stroke and choke. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure if I can put this up because it's... Oh, is that a penis joke? No, it's is not that a, a penis, penis joke. joke. A this joke. is why I don't like to talk on about this. On the website. I men on the website. I swear, it's ridiculous. I, I, I will choke you like a zebra. I, I will choke you like a thick-necked zebra. Know, my, I brought you all the way down here. I expected some heroic tale, maybe saving a foreign diplomat's life in exchange for one of your vital organs. I was messed about. I was told stories that sounded like they included the penis, but really didn't. And then when we finally got to the penis story, it was it was pathetic. I mean, Lee, there's nothing else left to say, except, I mean, can, can I say it? Choke you, choke you like a fucking zebra. Make the noise, make the noise, make the 